Hey, listeners, welcome back to another Motivation Monday. Today, we're going to talk about celebration. We're going to talk about birthdays, friends, creating memories, and how to be intentional when making memories. Stay tuned. We're coming at you. Welcome back to another Motivation Monday together with myself, Kate Denunzio, and Enoch Maurice. Enoch, how's it going? Hey, 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 what's up, y'all? I'm doing really, really good. I'm just excited. I'm just feeling good. I hope you guys don't get annoyed with that because, like, I'm just being honest. It just, it just is what it is. I can't help it. Well, you know, technically, I can help it, but I just choose to be happy. I choose to be in a great mood. I just choose to be happy about life. How about I you? How you, you. doing? I'm with you. I'm I'm an eternal optimist. I went on my LinkedIn this morning and I post I posted one line and for my for my status update and I haven't posted shit in like months and I posted what's the best that could happen because we always say well what's the worst that could happen what's the worst that could happen no 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 what's the best that could happen that's a good mindset to have because a lot of times we get paralyzed because we think about the worst thing that could happen when it's like all you have to do is just shift the perspective and say, okay, I thought about the worst could happen and it makes me want to stay here. If I think about best thing that could happen, it might make me want to actually go for it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So it's, it's all good over here. Eternal optimist as it comes and, uh, you know, just trucking along, trucking along. How are your people? Oh, my people are good. Kids are good. Family's good. Just celebrated in October 23rd, celebrated eight years of marriage with my wife. So I'm feeling good. I'm. It's crazy when years go by, you don't even realize it till the date comes. And it's like, oh, let's stop for a second. Like, man, what where did these years go? So I'm just I'm just enjoying it. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's, it's funny. Eight years, congratulations. I think, you know, that's such a, a great milestone. And today, the day of recording, I'm celebrating 10 years of marriage. And so much to be grateful for. So much to be grateful for. And I don't know about you, but like on the day, like today when I woke up, all I could think was at this time, 10 years ago, we were separated. We weren't together. We weren't seeing each other till we were at the church, right? Crazy. Like, and I- I think it's a good part to kind of, because we always talk about growth and things like that. Are you the same person today you was 10 years ago? Without a question, I am absolutely not. <laughs> How about you? No, not at all. And and I think that's something we shouldn't be afraid of. Afraid of changing and growing and mm-hmm. becoming a better version of ourselves. And because it it could easily go the opposite way where you're just looking at the last 10 years as it was the worst thing ever. Last eight years, the worst thing ever. But it's like, when you look at it, you can celebrate it because you see where you were. Like, I see where I was eight years ago and seeing the growth, the things that I learned, the things that I had to work on myself, the things I had to kind of kill off because it was maybe bad habits or different things. And the thing I love about marriage is it's like when you're married, it's like a mirror. The person gets to see all of you. So you may, people that have egos, you're going to have to kill it because that person will tell you like, hey, you kind of, and then you're like, wait, what? Then you take a second to really think about like, you know what? I I do do that. I, I have a problem with that. Let me fix that. And then 
the growth and over the years, you, you see it. And it's just something to just celebrate. Well, you know, I mean, there's something to be said about being in a relationship where you can have really honest dialogue. And, you know, there's this this theory and this method that they call the Johari window. And the Johari window is we only see of ourselves what we see of ourselves. And the only way that we learn how to improve or where our blind spots are is when somebody gives us feedback. When somebody said, I saw this and it really impressed me, or I saw this Mm -hmm. and it really took me by surprise. And you think about personal growth in a positive trajectory, right? Like where I was 10 years ago was not bad, but where I am now in terms of mindset, personal growth, my personal ability to love myself and accept myself for who I show up as, I think is very different. And and like you said, it's that mirror. It's being with somebody who, you know, says to me, I wish you could see me, see you through my eyes. Mm, that's good. And, and that's where, like, I understand not taking criticism from people that don't care about you because mm-hmm. it's it's hard to. But if you have someone that cares about you and they're telling you something and you're so quick to deflect, you should take a second and look at yourself and say, like, this person obviously cares about me. They love me. Maybe there's some validity to what they're saying instead of being so defensive. And I think that hap- and it's understandable because. If you're not constantly working on yourself, it's hard to take some constructive feedback from other people. Mm-hmm. So that's the time where you should say, you know what? Let me step back and really see what they're saying and how it applies to you. Because that's ultimately how you grow. That's, I, I, have, I have done that so many times to where I ha- it may at first, it may pierce a little bit, but when you take out the emotions of it and really look at what's being said and you analyze and you say, you know what, this would actually help me if I change my perspective on that. And I think that's how you can grow within that type of relationship. I think so too. And I think that, you know, honest dialogue and personal routine matter, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, you know, one of the earmarks of a really healthy couple is, when you're both home at the same time, you go to bed together as opposed to one person going to bed and one person staying up to play video games or talk on their phone or Snapchat or watch a movie and, you know, shit like that. I mean, it's these types of effort. And I think that, you know, I mean, we were watching um, like trash TV. I call it junk food for my brain because, you know, I have to be plugged into so much logic every day. And so we were watching this trash, um, on on 90 day fiance the last resort and it's these people who have come together through online means one of them has moved countries maybe they're not even together but they're like oil and water constantly and so i i guess tlc said hey we can optimize and monetize your grief and put you together and do therapies and all these different types of things um and It's just like we were watching it last night and I was shocked that these people would wake up every single morning and want to participate in a relationship that sucked the life out of them as opposed to gave them life. Yeah, yeah. It's sometimes a lot comes with that where it's people's upbringing. Some people are actually used to just toxic situations, talk like... Like, I've seen it. Like, I've heard people talk like, 
when things are too good, like I, it's uncomfortable. And I'm like, man, like, like that sucks. And I really think it's good for people to just take time and just like we've said, we've said, we've said this a lot, like take time alone, mm-hmm. like learn who you are, be by yourself, learn the things that you don't want to take a dive into. Like, you know who you are, you know, the things that you cover up, you know, that shield that you have go into that place because eventually someone's going to poke at that shield and you don't want to like respond to it in a negative way. But if you've been already carving out that shield, poking at that, that heart, that stony heart that you've had, like what was it? The Grinch where he had the, like the stony heart, (laughs) the heart that was two sizes too small. And it's like, sometimes we, like, it's okay to embrace. It's okay to open up. Obviously, you want to open up to someone that, you know, you can trust, but you have to start by building a relationship with somebody. So, like, it's it's awesome. Ten years with somebody, eight years with somebody, like, that's a beautiful, that's something to celebrate because, like, as people, we change. And being able to change at the same, not, sometimes it's not even at the same pace, but to be able to adapt when someone's changing and growing and it's a beautiful thing. So like, I'm just all for celebrating everything. Like I, I celebrate every, like I used to like not celebrate my birthday as much, but now like I just, I'd be embracing all of it. I, I, you know, I think it's important, right? We had a family member who was lost in a plane crash and, you know, his 40th birthday came and a couple of people came by and when we did his funeral there was like 300 people and it's like why do we wait to celebrate someone until they're not there to appreciate it right like I, I remember Ruth said to me one time she said to me mom are you afraid of death and I said I'm absolutely not afraid to, of death and she said well why not and I said because nothing I nothing is unsaid in my life if if I love you you know I love you because I'm going to tell you I love you if I care about you you know I care about you if I don't like you you also know that but I don't there are very many people that I don't like but you know I think the other thing too is you know with Ruth for example I have never put a cap on how many people she can invite to her birthday. And I will tell you, birthday parties in our house were coveted. People loved getting the invitations. Her her very first birthday party, um, everybody RSVP'd and nobody showed up. She was like four. And, you know, so we went out into the yard, into the neighborhood and friends found kids and came in and we did crafts and ate food and whatever. Her her kindergarten birthday where she turned um, six, five or six, we did the Hannah Montana birthday extravaganza. We had a catwalk. We had makeovers. We had pin the microphone on Hannah Montana. You know, we had like one one birthday, we had a four-tier birthday cake for an unbirthday because it wasn't actually her birthday. And our names were all spelled backwards and it was very themed after, you know, Alice in Wonderland. And so, you know, I mean, like we just really put a lot of investment in time. And I mean, I can remember sitting up and making, hand-making every single birthday invitation that ever went out. We did one for the Wizards of Waverly Place, and I sent a dowel with a PowerPoint slide wrapped around it and tied with a ribbon. And all these kids, like 16 or 18 kids, showed up at our house with their their magic wands already made, and we made potions on our 10-foot table. Like, you know what I mean? And it's just like, I love to celebrate. When I was raised in the North, like, we had very little. We had very little. We We lived in poverty for the first, I want to say 13 years of my life. And what was, what was really cool 
was the one thing you can't take away from somebody is their heart and their celebration. And what my dad used to do, we sang, we danced, we played, we laughed. We, You know what I mean? We were together. And so I've carried that into how I raise Ruth because celebration, even daily celebration is so powerful. Celebrating your love for somebody. I mean, I went on a business trip a couple of weeks ago and it seemed like everything I opened, there was a little love note from Ruth because she helped pack, right? Like celebrate. Uh, that's beautiful. That is beautiful. And it's it's crazy you say that because like my, my daughter's turning five this weekend and we're pretty much like giving her whatever she wants. Like she wants this little mermaid birthday party. Like we're, we're going all out. And I remember you talking about like no limits and like my wife is like, yo, how many people come? Whoever wants to come, just send out, send out invitations. Like my wife literally sending me pictures of stuff that she's getting, she's getting a mic for the kids to play with, like a whole list of stuff that she's getting, she's getting a bouncy house. Like she's turning five. I'm like, cause before I'm on my, I was like, she's not going to remember. But like, what if she does remember all of this? Yeah. What if she does? This is a memory that she's going to remember forever. So I'm like, this is what she wants. Let's go. Like, so we're about to just celebrate. We're about to turn up. We're about to have invite. She's inviting friends from her school. I'm like, yo, you're turning five. Like, you're never turning five again. Yeah. So let's, like, like, you're never turning five again. And I'm like, let's go. Let's just, we're doing it all. We're doing it all. So I'm excited about this weekend. Yeah, and so you should be. It's going to be amazing. I mean, I remember, and, you know, I mean, if Ruth were to break in on the conversation here, it's very welcome, our little producer here. Um, but, like, we had her Wizards of Waverly Place birthday party. There was one boy, so that was mm -hmm. the first boy that had ever come to her birthday. But we did magic potions, and so basically what I did was I went and bought a bunch of shit from the dollar store and put it on the table, and the kids just, like, made a bunch of stuff. And there was this one kid who had asthma, and I didn't know. And so she ended up having an asthma attack from all of the different scents that were in the air. <laughs> wow. Oh, Ruth, my. Ruth, you remember that, right? Yeah, she was okay. <laughs> Like they were okay, okay after a few minutes. Everything everything worked out. It was okay. <laughs> it was Ruth, a good birthday. It was a great birthday. And the dance parties, like we used to do freeze dance. Ruth, I mean oh, like Oh yeah. Uh, I'm gonna add that in. Oh, freeze or we dance? The, or the that time we went to Banff. Too. We went we went to Banff and we lost one of her friends. Yeah, and someone got lost. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> That's some great parties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we like to celebrate, but someone had an asthma attack. Someone got lost. But it was yep. okay because we found them. We did. Yeah, well, so she found really, us. <laughs> she found no us. one died from the asthma attack, and we found the person that got lost. So, hey, works for me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I love that. I love that. But, but, you know, I mean, this is a great question, Ruth, when you think about the birthday parties and the experiences that, that we put together or the, the way that we celebrate, you remember those things, right? Yeah. My friends remember those things as well. Like I've had friends like, um, one of our neighbors here, we've been friends for years. She'll be like, do you remember your Hannah Montana birthday? Yes, I do. And so do you clearly. And she'd be wow. like, oh, the lanyards were so cool. And she would just start listing off these things. So it was like, I remember it. My other friends remember it. So it's just like that good feeling. Yeah. 
Yep. And and then there was the the flying squirrel one. And that was I want to say that was grade 7. We grabbed grabbed a whole bunch of girls and we went to Flying Squirrel and I had this group full of girls in my car. And so I was giving them motherly advice. Now they all oh, remember that. My wow. wow. Oh, motherly advice. <laughs> it was on how to behave with boys and what not to do. Yeah. It was like oh, grade wow. seven. We did not need to learn that stuff. You did. You did. And here's the thing. Every single <laughs> one of those little girls remembers what I told mm-hmm. them because I'm not oh. shy to have hard conversations. A lot of yep. parents are. Wow, that's beautiful. Didn't you have a birthday this past? I did. I did. Um, I just celebrated on October 29th and it was wonderful. The girls pulled together a beautiful um, uh, time for me to go and visit with friends. And I got some really, really, really cool um, gifts. Ruth, of course, is very artistic and Uh she made me a dad joke. It is a potato potato (laughs) and so for our listeners what it is is it's a potato with one two three four five six seven eight nine ten toes on the bottom of it it's really quite horrific but it's very creative and it it comes oh lord i almost dropped it in recognition of the first piece of food pun that i got which is a burrito it's a burrito in a scarf it's cold Oh my God, that is funny. Yeah, we we got together and we had probably 15 or 20 people come together and we did a really nice dinner and gifts and everybody sang happy birthday and really, really, really um, kind of embarrassed me and it was wonderful. And, you know, I think what I took away from that, what I, what I, I, I came away with at the end of the day was like, if I ever, ever have a really bad day and I think about how maybe I'm down on myself Mm -hmm. to think back to birthdays or think back to those celebrations. And man, is that ever uplifting? Because I don't think we ever really know how much we impact somebody else's life until they have the opportunity to be able to share. Wow. That's beautiful. And that's, that's a good point right there. And I think that might be a reason for someone to celebrate that doesn't normally celebrate. In those moments where you're down, in those moments where things doesn't feel like you should be celebrating, when things feel rough, those moments that you created where you celebrated, go back to those moments to uplift you in those tough times. So I think that's another way to look at celebrating moments, celebrating accomplishments, celebrating birthdays, celebrating friends, celebrating life. Going back to those moments like, yo, I remember when they came over and this person fell or they brought me this gift. And you can turn around and look at that gift like, oh, and just take a second and just sit back and just, man, I remember that time. I remember like we were saying, like she remember her birthday, her friend saying, you remember that birthday? And like if we go into it with being intentional, like this birthday that we're going to have, there might be a kid that remembers it later on in life, you know? So like celebrate, like, I think that's the emphasis. Go celebrate something. Absolutely. 10 years ago today, and we consistently hear from our guests. We had 300 guests, it was a huge wedding. Um, We consistently hear from our guests, even now, how our wedding was the best party 
they've ever been to. Because, you know, what I did was I said, I don't want it to be like one of those days where you're just constantly stressed. So what I did was I hired the best photographer. I hired the best musician or the best uh, DJ. I hired the best restaurant and we just did a restaurant buyout. And so I paid cash. They had people passing food around. We had a DJ. We didn't have uh, a guest book. We had uh, a jersey. a a football jersey that everybody signed for us. We had a kid's station where the kids could go do crafts and stay out of our hair. We had a dance floor. And what we did was I had my cousin who like is like a sister to me. I just said, you're the game day coordinator. You deal with anything. I know I trust you. And so it is, it's about celebrating. And it wasn't just about celebrating the two of us. It was about celebrating these wonderful people who came to join us and put their faith in us as a couple. And It was, um, the food was great. The music was great. There was no Macarena. There was no chicken dance. There was none of that. No Cotton Eye Joe. I told the DJ he played any of that. I said, I hear one one riff of any one of those songs. I will pack your shit up and throw you out in the snow myself. And, you know, we had a sports photographer who who is a photographer for NFL and CFL games. And she did all of our photography. We We did our pictures on a football field. Like, it was just, it was a great, great day. And, you know, so we got to see and spend time with some of the people who meant, well, all of the people who meant the absolute most to us. And I think... That's the other benefit is that, yes, we created a memory for those people, but they also created a memory for us. And I think when we think of having a party and inviting everybody that you can possibly think of, some of the people that you would not expect to show up will show up. And it is so meaningful to have that connection. Yeah, those moments there, like as you get older, you understand the phrase priceless. Yeah, those those moments, they're so priceless. Like you can, and then and then when you have pictures and you look at those pictures, you go back to that moment. Like, I feel like, so we can't like physically go back in time. Like there's no real time machine, right? But I feel like our form of that is videos and pictures mm-hmm. because you capture a moment that you physically and it's impossible to get back to, but mentally you can. Yeah. Because once you look at it, you're there again. You're in that moment. You're you're remembering what you was talking about. You remember what you was laughing about. You remember, oh, I remember them standing there. I, like you remember all of it. And like, I want people to start to just celebrate moments. Like we're, and it's great to talk about celebration because November, December, like Christmas, Thanksgiving. Yeah. Embrace these moments. like. We're not guaranteed these moments after they're gone. So like, really like be intent, anyone that's listening right now, that's one of those people that's like, eh, just Thanksgiving, all right, cool, just go eat and leave. Uh, Christmas, eh, it's cool. Like this year, if you've never done it, just try it. If you try it and never want to try it again, cool. But at least just try it once. Be intentional and have the holiday spirit. If it's the first time you've ever, just for once in your life, just fully embrace it. Take the stress out of it. Take the stress out of, oh, I got to do this, got to do this, got to travel here. Gotta, like, really embrace every moment of it. And I guarantee you'll look back and say, you know what? I wasn't half bad. I, I, I kind of like that. I, I, those moments, they, they mean something to me. And I just try it. Just go all in. 
That is such a great spot. I want to tap the brakes here because I think like the message is there. there what more do you say? Yeah. Just give it a try. Yeah. Yes, give it a try. Embrace the season. Embrace the season, man. All of it. Have fun. Celebrate. Let's go. I love it. I love it. And listeners, we love you. As always, if there's anyone you'd like to see us feature, any content you'd like to see us cover, reach out. A call doesn't cost a thing. 